1: to people all around the world by helping to answer life's unanswerable questions. We have a bunch of callers on hold. I appreciate all of them joining us this evening with their questions, so it'll be fun to see what they have to say. We'll get to them in a minute. A couple of updates, prayer requests, please. Uh, my husband, Tim's oldest son, Randy, my stepson, Randy, who's I don't know, 47, I think is he? he's just a few years younger than I am. I mean, literally. Um, he calls me his wicked stepmother, which I love. But he uh, was on his way to a wedding, and his, his, whole, his wife's whole family was going, and his brother-in-law was in a very bad car accident and is in critical care in the hospital unconscious. So if you would please keep him in your prayers and the family, that would be great. Hi, Tammy. I see you've joined us. I'm going to mute you and I'll come back to you. So that's number one. Number two, little little lesson for all of us. I came in from my walk this morning and I was walking into our bedroom and I smelled natural gas coming out of this. I thought I, as I walked by this big intake air vent on the way into our master bedroom and I thought, what? So I went and smelled bad, and then I smelled the fireplace because we have a gas fireplace, gas logs in there, and I wasn't smelling anything there. So I went downstairs and went into the HVAC room, and it smelled like there was some some of a gas smell in there, too. So I I asked my husband to come check it out. Of course, he couldn't smell anything, but that's nothing new. So I called the gas company, and they sent a guy out within an hour, and sure enough, there was a gas leak in our hot water heater. Now, it wasn't bad enough to blow the place. We could have had a really explosive show tonight, you guys. <laughs> but the, the uh, service guy, he was laughing. He said, this is a leak. He said, you got a good nose on you. You need to come to work for the gas company. And I said, yeah, well, thanks. But he fixed it. Point of the story, if you think you smell gas in your house, call the gas company immediately, and they'll get somebody out there and check it. And, uh, that was, that was really interesting. I, Tim said, well, maybe it's just because the furnace has been on because it's cool here. And I said, I've lived in this house 20 years and I've never smelled gas in the house before. So something's not right. And I followed my intuition and I, I went along with it and I was really glad that I did. So speaking of intuition, My angelic attendance training is up and ready for enrollment. We've had several people enroll already. I'm really excited about this. What we're going to do is I'm going to teach you how to do woo-woo, those of you that are going to be in the class. And by the end of the class, you'll be able to communicate with any spirit, alive or deceased, yourself. And that's helpful not only if you want to talk to a deceased loved one, but also for caregivers, somebody's taking care of a patient with Alzheimer's or some other kind of illness or disease and they can't communicate, you'll be able to communicate telepathically with them like I do. You'll be able to identify the 12 phases of transition from life to death and you'll be able to develop and validate your own intuitive voice. As you hear me say, we're all born with these capabilities. It's just learning to develop them. And I've been doing this for 25 years and studied long and hard how to figure out how to do this and learned how to do all the things that I do, all the woo-woo things I do. And I am delighted to teach you if you're interested. So go to AskJulieRyan.com, click on the training tab, you'll see all the details. We're going to have uh, four weeks, two-hour classes for four weeks, going to be online via Zoom video Everything's included. I'm limiting it to 12 people, so we have really individualized attention, and we're going to start at February 9th. Two more things on that. Number one, this has all come together in a week, and uh, Pope Clement, my spirit guide, Pope Clement VI, is the one who's given me all the information. He said, 12 people, four weeks, here's the price, start at February 9th, whatever. One of the people that signed up to take the class told me that it's her birthday on February night, so that was kind of fun the other thing is you know how I talk about I've talked about hawks as being spirit messengers well on Saturday I was prompted to look outside just something told me to look outside in the backyard there was this massive hawk sitting on the tree on a tree right outside our bedroom window and he sat there for five minutes and I thought, okay, I guess he wants to talk to me. And because hawks are supposedly spirit messengers from the divine and from the spirit world. And so I said, do you have something that you want to tell me? And the hawk said, yeah, you need to, this this training that you're doing, this is exactly what you need to be doing. This is This has way more to it than what anybody knows. The ramifications will be spread far and wide of everybody that takes the training, and um, you need to encourage people to do it. So, uh, okay. And then when he got done telling me that, then he flew off. So that was pretty wild. But I just took that as validation that this angelic attendant training is, um, is something that we're supposed to do. So check that out. All right. Let's go ahead and go to the phones and see who's with us this evening and see what their questions are. I believe our first caller is Helen. Hi, Helen. Hi, Julie. How are you, girl?
2: Great. Terrific. Please tell everybody where you're calling in from. I'm calling from Owings Mills, Maryland. All right. You've
1: got snow coming in, don't you? We do have snow coming in. I talked to my brother earlier in Columbus, and I, I was invited to his uh future daughter in law's bridal shower this weekend, and I can't make it and he said eh, it's a good thing because we're supposed to get a foot of snow, so I'm sure it'll be heading your way after it dumps on them. you know Julie actually
2: I'm in New York right now, I live in a oh Mills, but I'm in new york uh-huh. New York City right now, just because it makes a difference
1: uh-huh, what makes a difference
2: uh well my mother in law um who's 95, has been ill for a very long time, and it seems that for years she's barely hanging on. Um, I was wondering if you could please scan her to see what phase of transition she's in. Sure. Absolutely.
1: Helen, what's her name? Her name is Gladys. Okay. All right. And... Is she in New York City? Is that why you're there? She is in Connecticut. Okay. All right. What I'm going to do is I'm going to connect with you, and then from you, I'm going to connect to Miss Gladys. And for those of you that are first-time listeners, here's how this works. I raise my vibrational level to the level of spirit because we're all spirits attached to a human body, and we vibrate more slowly when we're attached to a body simply because the body has mass. So when I raise my vibrational level, Helen, to the level of spirit, what happens is I'm able to connect and communicate with your spirit and her spirit and anybody's spirit that's alive or deceased anywhere in the world, or if you're deceased, you know, in heaven. And so that's what I'm going to do. And then I will, we'll see what comes up, see what, uh, what, if she's dying, if she's in one of the phases of transition, which for those of you that don't know, if you go on my website, AskJulieRyan.com, and click on the 12 Phases of Transition tab, it will dip, you'll see illustrations of what happens and what it looks like when somebody's dying, how we're surrounded by angels and deceased loved ones. So, Helen, here we go. Thank Here's you. my laser beam from me here in Birmingham, Alabama, and it's coming up to hook into you in New York, Got you coming down to Connecticut. All right, got it. She's in phase seven Ooh. of 12, Helen. Yes. And so for those of you that aren't looking at the drawings or the illustrations, what that looks like is her Sclattis' spirit is attached to the top of her head. And it looks like a bubble looks like a cartoon caption bubble, Helen that you yeah. see where the character's thoughts or their words are. It has angels on either side of that spirit bubble. The spirit bubble is attached at the very top of her head, and then her parents' spirits are at her feet, and there are angels that go out on either side of her parents and they form a horseshoe. They originally started off in a Uh, um, circle configuration and as she got closer and closer to death that circle opens into a horseshoe and it will eventually be in a straight line and then there are lots of family and friends spirits there and her spouse so your father-in-law's spirit is there as well
2: oh my gosh
1: but he's he's behind her mom she
2: was married a couple of times would they both be there
1: so it's going to be the most recent husband will be the closest to her mother, and then her, her first husband would be next to him. So as you're looking at the scene, her mom is going to be at her left foot, so her mom's on the right as you're looking at her. The, her second husband is diagonally to the right of the mother in the next row behind her, and then her first husband is right next to him. Uh-huh. And then lots of other family and friends and several pet spirits are there as well. Yes, probably dogs. <laughs> and cats. Yeah. So let's ask her some questions. Gladys, Please. are you ready to go? Yes. Are you yes, in pain? She is. She's saying she's not in pain. What Good. do you mean? Okay, she's telling me she needs her family, but she's also saying something about reading material. <laughs> Does she likes to read? She
2: loves to read, but her eyesight is um, challenged. Okay,
1: so Very is, challenged. There, is there somebody that can read to her?
2: Yes, people do come
1: in and read to her. All and right.
2: We visit and read to her.
1: So she needs more reading material for people to read to her then. Thank you. You know, which is fun. So, any other questions for her?
2: Um, I just, she has she has been in this state for so long, Julie, for years. Um, why? What is that all about?
1: When somebody's taking a long time to die, y- years. Yes. Oftentimes, does she have, does she have a specific kind of illness or she's just 95 and things are starting
2: to... At this point, it's because she's 95.
1: Okay. Oftentimes, people take a long time to transition or to die because they want to give the family time to get used to the idea. Uh Uh-huh. And that's normally what I see is that it, it is more about the person's family than them. Let me ask, are you afraid? She is afraid to die. And I, when when I get done with the show this evening, Helen, what I'll do is I will do what I call the walk to heaven with her. So we'll oh, go through a dress rehearsal. Thank you thank well, right. so
2: much because she's very spiritual, and at the same time she does not really know what to expect.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, and sometimes people that are really spiritual are ones that are most afraid, the ones that are have been very religious throughout their lives. And so the walk to heaven what we do is a dress rehearsal of what's going to happen when she actually dies, and, and once we get them on the other side of the veil, if you will, which looks like this big, white, whitish-yellow plasma wall to me, and when mm-hmm. we walk through it, it closes right back up. It's like walking through silly putty almost, but more liquidy. Mm-hmm. And, um, and they'll see that all their family and loved ones, deceased family and loved ones are waiting for them on the other side of the veil, if you will. And that yes. gives them a lot of confidence. So then we'll come back and I'll reattach her spirit to her body. And I talk a lot about this in my book, Angelic Attendance. Have you had a chance to read it yet, Helen? Yes, I have. It's okay. Terrific. All right. So, everybody
2: should read it.
1: Oh, thanks. Please leave <laughs> really? me an Amazon review. If you think of it, everybody that's listening who's read the book, please leave me an Amazon review because it helps other people find it. But um, I'll do that for her. And that'll that'll help. Okay. All right. Well good luck with that and uh good luck with the blizzard that's coming. Thank you, Julie. You're welcome. Thanks for calling in. Thanks. Bye bye. Bye bye. Okay. Let's see who's next. I believe it's
3: uh Cheryl. Hi Cheryl. Hi. Now when you said are we supposed to keep the speaker on, did you say? No, if you
1: just hold the phone up close to your mouth, then that'll that'll help make it clearer on the recording. Perfect. Okay, good. Well, th-
3: I, this is very new. I'm very new to Instagram, and that's where I found you.
1: Oh, so, wonderful.
4: Um,
3: yeah, yeah, so I haven't had a real a chance to read any of your material. Um, as I was listening, though, I thought, you know, maybe I have a question um, it's about like i I have times where you know you have you're going through life and then all of a sudden someone from your past just comes to you and your thoughts and you're thinking, you know why all of a sudden am I thinking of this person mm-hmm. and that happened to me, and then it then I started having dreams and more thoughts, and I kept thinking, this person is ill.' And I kept wondering, you know, do you call a person that you hadn't seen in so long? And I didn't. And um, within that five-year time, um, he passed away from cancer, and it was thyroid cancer, um, which, you know, a lot of times you don't have... um, you don't know until it's in the last stages, I guess, in some of the the cancers, so I've always wondered, um, is this something it's been like six years now, and now all of a sudden i've I've had thoughts and dreams again is this person does this person know? I mean, am I in the right thought process with you and asking this type of question?
1: Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. When when we are thinking of somebody, it's just, I take that as divine guidance that we need to follow through on the information that we're getting. Let me give you a quick okay, yeah. example. Quick example. Yes. I went to the dentist to get my teeth cleaned on Tuesday. And the last uh-huh. time I was in there six months ago, I had this gal who was a hygienist who was really rough. My teeth hurt yeah. for days. After I know some of us have <laughs> yeah. had that it was so it was so bad, Cheryl, that I called the dentist office and I said, "I need you to switch me to a different hygienist uh-huh. for the next, you know, when I come in next time." So as I'm walking into the dentist office on Tuesday morning, I got the thought: I need to check with the front desk and be sure I don't have that rough hygienist again. Yes, <laughs> yes, and I did. I asked the gal at the desk, and she said, well, they had you with somebody else, but then they moved you back to the gal that you've had the last two times.
3: Oh. And I said,
1: no, 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 no. I specifically called in <laughs> and said I wanted somebody else. But that was divine guidance for me. I had the thought to ask. Uh-huh. I did, and I was really glad I did because the new gal I had was terrific. So. Okay. When we're thinking of somebody a lot, when we're dreaming about them, whatever, especially if they're deceased, people can come to us in dreams when they're deceased because all of our filters are down. So it's an easy way for spirits to communicate with us. But when you get those kinds, I call them hits, when you get that kind of a thought or information, at this stage of my life, I just follow through on it. If I'm thinking of somebody that I haven't, thought of or talked to in years, I contact them because inevitably yeah. something's going on. In this situation with this guy, um, we can communicate with him and find out what he's trying to tell you or what he wants to tell you. And we can okay. ask him a question tonight. You can schedule a okay. private session and we can have a whole hour to, to okay. reverse engineer okay. and dissect this and figure out what's going on but there's definitely yeah. a connection going on. So do you have a question that you'd like to ask him?
3: Um, I was thinking maybe, I mean we knew each other for many years and then you know your, your life happens and you know, I married someone, he married someone so I know I had a very close connection growing up with him. So I always think maybe he knows how I probably felt guilty. Um, he didn't know that I wanted to call, obviously, but um, maybe he does now. <laughs> and he's thinking, I, I'm thinking maybe to, to tell me not to feel guilty. That's the only thing I can think of.
1: Well, do you, you have know? a question maybe. for
3: him? Just, just that. Like, are you coming to me to, um, I don't know how I would how I would ask it. Um,
1: okay, what? Do you, do you oh. mind telling us what his first name was? David. David. I was going to say mm-hmm. Dawn. I was close. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Why well, he David. Dave. <laughs> okay. So Dave right. or David. Uh-huh. What are those D names, right? What are those male D names? Yes. All right. <laughs> yes. So, David, What you, what is it that you want to tell Cheryl? Stop fretting. Uh-huh. That's what for. Stop fretting. Does mm-hmm. that make sense to you?
3: Um, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. All right. You
1: may go on my site, com, and okay. pick a date and time, and let's do a whole hour, and we'll get all kinds of information from him. Okay. And this is what I'm okay. teaching in my training is how to do this, so you guys can do yes, this on okay. your own, and okay. um, and we'll have an hour because there's more to the story if, if he's on your mind that much.
3: Oh, absolutely. I believe that, too. Thank you so much.
1: You bet. Thanks for calling in. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Thank, Thank you. Uh-huh. I believe our next caller is Claudia. Hi, Claudia.
5: Hi. How are you? Let me get you
1: up here. Okay.
5: <laughs> can you hear me now?
1: I can. I forgot to ask Cheryl where she was from. I think she was from Ohio. She told us earlier when she called in because I was... I think she said Columbus because I was looking for a 614 air code and she had the old one. But anyway, so Claudia, where are you calling from? I'm calling from Sacramento, California. All right, well, good. Hopefully, you're not having to evacuate, are you?
5: No, no, thank God. I'm not going. <laughs> okay.
1: I know a lot of people are evacuating again because of the rains. Yes. Goodness. Wow. Wonderful to have you with us this evening. Do you have a question
5: for me? I have a follow-up and I have a new question. Okay, great. What are they? So the follow-up is um, several months ago I I contacted you and and I discussed about um, what my angels or spirit guides had felt about uh, me moving forward with my life. And we had discussed... um, if there was plans of love in my future and um, my spirit guides had said that it would be around the elderly, that I would meet somebody around the elderly. Um, With that being said, I do home health and hospice marketing and I ended up meeting a wonderful man um, in skilled nursing. Um, So we, Recently, just moved in with each other, so you called. Oh. You told me to give you an update on that. So things have progressed very well.
1: How <laughs> oh, fun is that? Terrific! It's
5: awesome. <laughs> Great. So, I know it's it's beautiful. So my personal life is just it's it's going very well. Um, my question is, and you know what? I think I've called you twice because the other time before we had discussed my career. And I think that my angels had let me know that maybe the place that I was working at wasn't the best fit for me. Mm-hmm. Well, I've given it a full year of uh, working in the same agency, and recently I've been approached with a job offer. Um, and I'm just wondering if that's where I should be heading, or if I should stay put.
1: Is mm-hmm. it in the same industry, just a different firm? Same industry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. So here's how we ask the question. Is it in Claudia's best interest to stay with her current employer? Yeah. All right. Let's preface it. At this moment in time, because so spirits are really literal, we want to be as concise as we can in the questions we ask. At this moment in time, is it in Claudia's best interest to stay with her current employer? I get a no at this moment in time is it in Claudia's best interest to go to work for another comparable firm. Competitive even. Is it a competitive firm? Yes. Uh-huh. Okay. I get a yes on that. Do you have an offer from them?
5: I have an offer and then a, they countered offered with a director of marketing. So oh, wow. it's exciting. I'm just I'm just a little nervous because, you know, it's it's financial. So I just don't want to fall.
1: <laughs> It's financial, it's because it's less money,
5: it's more money. More money. Well, that's a good thing. Yes, it's a good thing. Okay. Well, so what are you hesitant about? I'm just hesitant about uh, the rebuild. Rebuilding of branding, um, if, if this is something that I can handle. I believe I can when I ask myself these questions that the answer is yes. I just feel I needed to get a little bit more guidance on on the right direction of. Um, I have a, a coworker that at first was encouraging it, and now she's like, "Don't go." It's a
1: okay. You would be done. <laughs> when you just mentioned rebranding. When you said the word re- rebranding, what I got was smooth sailing. Okay, I, I mean those two words came in smooth sailing. Mm-hmm. So, all right. So here's how fear works. Fear is resistance. Mm-hmm. If, if it's a fear that's actually valid, like there's going to be a tiger in your new office and you're going to have to worry about getting eaten by a tiger, that's a rational fear. All other fears are rational unless it's life and death. So you just walk through it, and then the trust that the people you need and the resources you need are going to show up when you need them, and they will. Right. That's, it's that easy. I get it. I get all systems go, girl. All right. That's
5: that's what I'm I was hoping to hear.
1: Wonderful. Well, congratulations. Have fun. Thank you. Okay. Thanks for calling. Thank you, bye Jillian. Bye-bye. All righty. Let's see who's next. I believe it's Jamie. Hi Jamie. Hello. It's
6: your... oh.
1: Hi Gary. How, are, How you? are you? I'm well. How are you?
6: That's the first time I've heard a man's voice on the voice on the, on the show tonight.
1: That's right. So we're so glad that you added some testo- testosterone to the mix. Easy for me to say. It's my pleasure. <laughs> With all this estrogen, right, right. But you know, hey, that must mean you're a babe magnet.
6: Well, I don't know about that, but <laughs> I just try to I'm just trying to keep Jamie happy. That's that's enough for me.
1: Please tell everybody where you're calling in from.
6: I'm calling in from Evans, Georgia. All righty. Well terrific. Well you got a question for me? Well, yeah, I do have a question for you. But first, I was um, when you were talking about the hawk and the tree. Yeah. So um, I think if you remember, I told you I'm a golf pro when we talked on Monday. Mm-hmm. And it's the strangest thing in the world. I teach, and so I'm on a driving range. And hawks mostly hang out in trees, right, unless they're like hunting prey and they – just walk down and take what they want to eat. Well, there are these two or three Hawks that just like hang out on the ground in the middle of the driving range while people are hitting golf balls. Hmm. And they just sit in the middle of the driving range on the ground. I don't know why they do it. I think I think it's entertainment for them. Like they can sit there and dodge golf balls. Um, but it is the strangest thing. I didn't know if um, – <laughs> If you had an answer for that.
1: Yeah, well, we can talk to them if you want. We can get them. We can ask them what they're doing. Hawks are spiritual <laughs> messengers. I mean, seriously. I don't know, I, I yeah, talked to my hawk. There's a blog that I wrote in March of last year, and it's called yeah. um, Hawk Messengers. Go on my site, AskJulieRyan.com, and look in my blog and read that. And there are four or five different points, and it says they're spiritual messengers from the divine they um, are here to tell you that you're supposed to be in a leadership position, uh, that you're what you're doing basically is spiritual in nature in a leadership position and there is something else. And so that's why I was so excited when this hawk was in our backyard. I was like, okay, I guess he wants yeah. to talk to me because usually they don't sit there for that long. I mean, this guy was hanging out for a long time. So I'm going to connect to you. Do you want me to find out what they have to say? Sure. Okay. So I'm going to connect to you, Gary, in Georgia, which is close by me in Sweet Home, Alabama. All right. Got you. Okay. Got the hawks. Okay. So there's one that's bigger than the other two, correct? There's one that's Uh, kind of the alpha. Yeah. Yeah. I can see him. All right. So what's up? The other two, the smaller ones are female. He's a male. The big one. All right, you're gonna love this. First thing out, first thing I got is, I said, "Do you have a message for Gary?" And I heard, "Tell him you rock." Okay. <laughs> the Hawks think you rock. There you go. How's that first spiritual well, message? Well, that's uh, pretty
6: cool.
1: <laughs> okay, so what they're saying is that they're there because of you. They're hanging out no. watching you. Yeah, they are. That's what they're saying, and they're saying that what you do when you teach people has way more far-reaching benefits than just golf, because you're teaching people confidence. You're teaching people to trust their intuition. You're teaching people that they can do things that they didn't think they would otherwise be able to do, and you're encouraging them in a way. They're saying, they're telling me that the manner that in which you teach. Is so nurturing and you don't even know it. You don't even know you're doing it, but it's just the way you are. So it's there's way more involved than just being a golf pro here, in in the effect and the benefits, the effects you're having on your students as well as the benefits that they're reaping from having you as a teacher. Wow, and then go. So then I just asked, are you afraid you're going to get hit with a golf ball? And they're saying, no,
6: no, we can move fast. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, they can. Yeah. That's why I said I thought they were out there just for entertainment, you know, like let people hit balls at them and they would laugh at them and fly away. No, they're spiritual
1: messengers. They're hanging out with you.
6: That is super cool. Yeah. Wow. You got another question for me? Yeah, I'm like super humbled right now. I don't even know what to say. (laughs) Oh. Um. That's, uh, that's really cool to hear. So my question, um, uh, I, my, my dad has passed away, uh, 10 years ago Mm -hmm. and, um, he never, uh, got to see my kids. And so, um, I, I guess my question, if we can connect with him is one, is there anything, any advice he needs to give me for this part of my life? And, um, uh, is he with me as, as often as I think he is?
1: Okay. All right. So what's your dad's name, Gary?
6: Uh, his name is John, but he went by Jack.
1: Jack. Okay. I'm going to connect to you, and Jack will be standing right next to you because they always know when we're talking about him. <laughs> okay. Got you again. I let you go after we had our conversation with the Hawks. We would call you Hawkman. <laughs> Well, that's pretty cool. You could be like a superhero, Hawkman. <laughs> All right, so Jack, he's standing to your right. Is there anything, any guidance you want to give Gary at this point? In your, you want career advice, guidance primarily, Gary?
6: Any anything he anything.
1: He's telling me that you need to play in the bigger leagues. You need to set your sights on a, on bigger leagues. You're you're holding yourself back. It's kinda of like he's he's comparing it to baseball, the minor leagues versus the major leagues. He's saying that you that you you need to be playing in the major leagues and you've just gotta stick your toe and dip your toe in the water. That hmm. fear is holding you back. Does this make sense?
6: That what is holding me back?
1: Fear. Fear of fear, hmm. fear of failing in the major leagues that makes sense Hmm. so that would be probably on the pga tour i guess um something along those lines but he's saying you have all the abilities you have the charm you have the personality you have everything to succeed and there's no reason for you to hold yourself back
6: Hmm. man between the hawks and my dad jeez (laughs) wow i'm just getting filled up tonight
1: Well, that's good. That's perfect. Yeah. So I hope that helps.
6: Yeah. Okay. Thanks for calling. I appreciate it. Yeah, thank you so much.
1: You are most welcome. Take care. Bye-bye.
7: Most of us have busy lives and...
1: Okay, we do this show every Thursday night at 8 Eastern, 7 Central, 5 Pacific. You can find this information on my site, AskJulieRyan.com. Any place you download podcasts, we're on many, many, many channels and in many, many countries around the world. So it's in the show notes where you download podcasts. I send out a blog every week and it's a question somebody has submitted online and I answer it. And in the body of the email is all of this uh, call in information. And then on social media, I always post on the day of the show hey, remember to call in, and uh, here are here's the call in numbers, and here are the different times and the different time zones. And so ask Julie Ryan on Instagram, ask Julie Ryan on Facebook. So please follow me on those. Also, when you're on my site, I've mentioned it a couple of times already this evening, consider scheduling a a private appointment. We can cover whatever you want within that hour. We can talk about your deceased loved ones. I can do a medical scan. We can scan your pets. We can uh, talk to your spirit guide. We can do past life stuff. It's really fun. And even if you have something really serious going on in your life, we laugh a lot. I promise you, we will have a blast if you do a private session. I, in all the years I've been doing this, I've never had one that wasn't fun, regardless of what we were talking about. So consider doing that as well. And check out the training, too, of course. Can you tell I'm excited about this training? All right. This is a question that was submitted from Colleen in Durban, South Africa. And she said, hi, Julie, thank you so much for your continued efforts for my dying mother-in-law, Mel, and for our family. I've just about finished your book, Angelic Attendance, and have sent the recommendation far and wide. It's incredible, truly. My nine-year-old son, Jono, was asked if his grandmother's spirit self knows the big picture of her transitioning while her conscious earth mind is trapped in her body and is scared. He also wanted to know why the spirit needs comfort on the death process and the confirmation of the destination to heaven, and how does it calm and comfort the earth mind when you take the walk to heaven with dying people? Thanks. And here's my response. Hi, Colleen. What a great question, especially from a kid. I thought that was amazing for a nine-year-old boy to be asking these questions. I went on to say our spirits do know the details about us being our eternal. It's the human mind that feels and processes the fear associated with dying. Many of us have been taught about heaven and likewise about a potential fire pit of eternal damnation and how we can end up either place. No wonder we're scared. It's been my experience with countless families and their dying loved ones for more than 25 years that we all go to heaven. We're surrounded by angels and deceased loved ones, and as we're dying and then, when we're ready, for, ready to transition, angels escort us, all of us, to heaven. As with most things, when we can see something for ourselves, we're more apt to believe it. And as we've become more well-educated, our society has become very proof-oriented. We're less likely to believe something unless we can witness it ourselves or see that it has been scientifically proven. The same goes with the dying process. Although our spirits remember everything from past lives, filters are put in place by the age of about six that prevent most people, unless they're hypnotized or do a past life scan with me, from remembering the details. That's so we can experience what we intended in this lifetime without conscious interference from past ones. When I do the walk to heaven, and that's what I was talking about with Helen, our first caller with her mother-in-law Gladys, when I do the walk to heaven exercise with dying people... Their human mind experiences what will happen when they die. They see their deceased loved ones waiting for them, eager to welcome them to heaven, and their fear of death dissipates. At that point, many people are then ready and eager to transition. So again, Helen, I'll do that with your mother-in-law, and hopefully that will help her. Hope this explanation answers Jono's insightful question. Learn how to identify the 12 phases of transition and communicate with your loved ones and pets, both alive and deceased, with angelic attendant training. And all those links are on my site. Okay. Colleen is the gal from South Africa that started this angelic attendant training 10 days ago when I talked with her and her family about her mother-in-law who was dying named Mel. She said to me, can you teach me how to do this? how to identify the 12 phases of transition and communicate. And I said, yeah, I can. And everything has transpired in the week since. So this is very inspired, and I encourage you to check it out. All right, let's go back to the phone and see who else we have on hold here. I think our next caller is Susie. Hi, Susie.
5: Thank you,
8: Julie. Sorry, I was moving rooms so I could get in the quiet place. Away from oh, the birds. Oh,
1: so good.
8: I, thank you for taking my call. I love exactly. your show. It's every week it's just got so many interesting, fascinating callers and stories and questions. So Beautiful. Thanks nice. again. So you um bet. Yeah, I was gonna ask you about my ankle again. I you know, had said that I was doing really well in December and then I did an exercise at physical therapy on a pro stretch and at That particular day on the 17th of December, it really hurt very badly, and then it got really swollen. And you know, it's been I've been trying to get better since. And so the doctor said he he put off surgery because he thought it was supposed to be on the. the 9th of January, but he said that because it had gotten so much better and wasn't hurting at all, you know, as of December 17th before physical therapy, he thought maybe I could get better again, and uh, so I just haven't been able to get back into physical therapy yet. They've been booked up, and I've had a lot of things going on here, but... I think I have an appointment next week set up, but I'm just wondering if you see if you can either put some of your healing energy on that's the right ankle tendon. And I am calling from the San Francisco Bay Area, so I'll get that in. So and whether you see that um that I can heal this again like I did before without surgery. Before I even get you on
1: my radar, Susie, I get a yes. Loud and clear. Yay. Loud and clear. Yeah, and we've gotten that before, but but let me get you on my radar and let me see what's going on with it. Okay. Thank
8: you, because it's you been hurting recently, and I just got, don't want to get discouraged, you know, I want to believe that he yeah. can yeah. heal again, and I don't know whether I, you know, I think at one point he said I needed to take a couple weeks off of exercise, and, you know, I go every day, and I don't know whether that's something you would think is in my best interest now at this point, or, because he did tell me actually take a couple weeks off of physical therapy to let it calm down, and then now it's, you know, I've gotten more than a couple weeks, so, um I'm just wondering, yeah, if you have guidance about that, whether I'm okay to keep working out. Um, what are you doing when you're working out? Are you running or are you No, no, it? I don't run. I, I, I walk. Um, I mean, I either do the bike or I do the elliptical right now. So the bike hurt yesterday. I had to get off the bike, which is usually the bike doesn't hurt at all. Um, but today I was able to do 28 minutes on the elliptical before it hurt. So i just kind of taking it day by day. But... Um, wondering if it's okay. You know, today I did the leg weights, I do the leg weights and the arm weights. Every other day I do weights and um, I think
1: the weights are okay. I think I think it's just slowing down your healing process by doing the aerobic part of it. Oh okay. uh, uh and I know that's not what you wanna hear. <laughs>
8: Well, what I want to hear the truth, you know, so I'm willing to yeah. do what I need to do because I do want to get better and not have, to have surgery on this again,
1: so. Okay, so the it, it's a tendon that's the problem, correct? Yeah, it's a twin tendon in the right, right. ankle.
0: The, 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 the middle tendon.
1: part of it is healed. On the periphery, it's still not healed completely, so it's like it's healing from the inside out. Okay, that's and good. I think it's really good. I think you've made huge progress in it. Um, let me see if I can get, what can you, okay. What I'm getting is, is get in a pool and exercise.
8: Okay. The gym has a
1: pool, get in a a pool and exercise that way. Stay off the elliptical, stay off the bike Okay. and and do your, do your exercises. You can, you can jog in the pool, you can do your, you know, your jumping jacks, you can do all that stuff in Mm. the pool, but it's going to, it's going to really help. The water will help. With a gravity standpoint, and it's going to help you heal faster if you can work out in the pool in the short run until it's uh-huh.
9: good. for a couple of
8: weeks or so. Yeah.
1: Okay. So then are
8: you able to send some of your healing energy that's so helpful? I already did. Oh, <laughs> I already good. did. And
1: Thank and you. water water aerobics is a workout. It's a workout. Okay. Well, thank I you. I know they probably have several.
8: classes. I've I've seen yeah. classes at the gym too. So great. Thank you so much, Julie. So appreciate that.
1: Great news. Okay. Yeah, have a great week. times. You bet. Okay. Thank All right. you.
5: Take care. Bless you. Thank you.
1: Okay. Right. Thanks. Right. Okay.
5: Bye bye.
1: Okay. Let's see who else we have. Selena, you left us. You were my next person I was going to. Okay. Let's see who else we have. Kathy. Hi, Kathy. Hey Julie, how are you? I'm well.
4: How are you? I'm hanging in there. Good. Hanging Please there. tell everybody where you're calling from. I'm calling from Dayton, Ohio. Well, what's
1: happening, what's happening with little, you? It's a little chilly here. Um, Wait, well, you—you got snow coming in. My brother said Columbus is supposed to get a foot.
4: A foot? Well, I hadn't heard that. I, I know we're supposed to get some, but I hadn't heard how much. Um but yeah, it's supposed to be coming in tonight. It's getting a lot chillier out real quickly. A lot chillier out. So um, so in honor of oh, I forget his name, the, the, the gentleman who was sharing earlier talking about Gary. Uh, Gary. Talking about Jack. <laughs> My dad's name is Jack, as you know. Yeah. Um, All right. and uh my mom's talking, when I talk to her, she's talking about changes in him, and I'm intuitively picking that up, too. So I think uh-huh. we're getting, not super close, but closer to him being ready to pass. Uh-huh. And um, I just wanted to sort of get your read on that, and if there's anything, you know, he always says he just, you know, wants his family around. But I'm just uh, just curious if you pick up anything different with him or uh, than, than you have in the last, you know, times when you've checked on him for me.
1: Sure. Sure. Please tell everybody what's going on with your dad, Kath, and how long he's well, been in this situation. Yeah, it's been several
4: years. It's been what? Um, let's see. It was 2015, so 15, 16, 17. So this is the fourth year um, since he had, um, I guess it was basically a series of strokes, um, and has been bedridden now for quite a long time um and now is at the point where he really can't communicate very much um and is more uncomfortable and more um well they have to give him medication to well i don't know they're they're, they are giving him medication to help calm him um but it doesn't seem to be working as well as it used to and my poor mom she's just oh she's just so exhausted um So, I mean, he has, she has people come in and care for him, you know, a little bit each day, three different times during the day, but it's still, it's still a lot. So it's a long time to, for the two of them to be going through that and, and, uh, just feels like things are starting to shift, maybe starting to move in the direction of him being ready to pass. Okay.
1: All right. So what I'll do is I'll connect to you and then from you, I'll connect to your dad, Jack. So here we go. Here comes my laser beam up to O-H-I-O. Got you. Okay. Always goes to your right when I'm finding your dad, you know, regardless of where you're sitting, which is interesting. So He's still hanging out in phase 11. So there's only 12 phases. He's been in phase 11 for, what, a year?
4: Oh, at least. Maybe longer. Probably 18 months.
1: Phase 11, everybody, again, Check out AskJulieRyan.com, click on the 12 Phases of Transition tab, and you'll see these graphics. But what's happening in Phase 11 is that circle of angels that was surrounding Jack originally, and his parents are at his feet, their spirits. um, That circle has transformed from a horseshoe. It was a circle opened into a horseshoe, and now it's a straight line out from the sides of where his parents are to speak. There are many, many, many deceased loved ones, spirits, and pets that are there. I call this the Welcome to Heaven Committee. There is a very large vortex that has formed above his head, and it looks like a funnel cloud when you see a tornado funnel cloud, and it has a very strong upward pull, and that's what helps the body separate from the spirit or the spirit separate from the body and uh so he's ready to go so let's talk to him jack are you ready to go yes are you in pain no what do you need my family has been saying the same thing for a year yeah yeah any other questions you have for him Kathy while I've got him on the radar here um oh
4: uh, you know I I don't know what. Gosh, it's hard to know what to ask. I guess um, yeah. I guess I don't know. Just any anything any anything about how he's feeling and what he's feeling emotionally because he's a very emotional person. My dad, he his feelings run so deep, and it's hard to not be able to communicate with him and and hear some of what he's experiencing. So if you can pick up any of of where he is emotionally. Um I would just appreciate hearing that from
1: him. He's worried about you guys taking care of your mom. He said and, he said 3 times now you, gar- you girls need to be sure and take care of your mom because she's yeah. going to be isolated and it's going to be really a a letdown for her because she's been his caregiver and that yeah. he, he's concerned about that. He's concerned about your mom. That's his okay. big concern. Uh, so he's saying, he's saying for me to tell you, promise me, promise me that you're going to be involved with your mother. Okay. Yes, I am. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Yeah. And I don't think I'll have that long with her. I, I, she's already been very clear that she feels complete and she's kind of exhausted and that she is okay with following not all that long behind him. Mm -hmm. Um, So she's. She's kinda she's just worn out. She really is and mm-hmm. and she they just have the best have always had the best love affair since they met when they were kids. Oh uh, for, you know, for her, dad being gone is a lot of her raison d'etre, as the French say. Right for be So um so yeah, I I I think we'll have her a few months after, um and then that'll probably
1: probably be about it. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I hope think. that helped. Yeah. Keep us posted yeah, on how you're doing and how you're doing. Yeah, I will. Thank you, Julie. You bet. Take care. Bye, Kat. Bye-bye. All right. And then I think we have one other caller. Hi, this is Julie. Who's this?
9: Hi, Julie. It's Monica calling. I was Hi. on at the beginning and then I got dropped off and I was able to get back on. Well, good. Hi, how are you? I'm good. Happy New Year to you and everybody on the line. Thank you. You too. Please tell everybody where you're Thank calling you. from. I'm calling from Ontario. Yeah. It's really, really cold. My my <laughs> <I bet. laughs> it's like, so, I don't want to be here. It's <laughs> anywhere in Canada, child. It's supposed to be cold. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it definitely is Canada style. Oh, my gosh. Well, you got a question for me? You know what? I do, and I hope that maybe you can uh, help me uh, shed some light on a situation which has impacted me emotionally really heavily this week. Um, It's related to my, um, I feel like emotionally I've been just basically really pained. That's the nicest way to say. Um, I'm just going to, basically, when we moved to Canada 20 years ago, my mom and I, I feel like I spent the last 20 years of my life saving, like, you know, going out and trying to save my mom. Mm-hmm. And this has hindered me a lot in terms of also, I guess, partially why I have never created a family yet. Long term mm-hmm. short, she's in her second or third abusive marriage right now, which has gotten to a very low point. And I have assumed the responsibility of once again trying to save her. And I, you know, went out, sought help, you know, every research like, resources, you can imagine I've done it. And, um, basically, um, just as we were ready to go to get her some help, she decided she didn't want to go because her husband needed her. The last mm-hmm. minute she dropped, you know, our arrangement and this was mm-hmm. a Monday and ever since then she hasn't called me and it just sort of, you know, it's almost like I care and I love my, she's my only family left
1: mm-hmm.
4: and
9: I care for my mom so much, obviously it's and I don't know, yesterday I just had this sort of aha that. Maybe I've been forcing her to let me save her. Maybe she doesn't want to be saved. And, you know, I'm just devastated. Mm -hmm. And I'm so sad. And I also know that when she gets like this, she turns against me and starts, you know, getting in contact with my estranged sister and all that stuff. It's almost like she's painting me as a bad person. And I don't know what, like, I don't know what I should do. I don't know how she feels. I don't know if she wants me around. I don't know. I, you know, maybe, maybe I don't know if this is the right question to ask. It's like, I, don't, I don't know if there's yeah. anything you could offer, yeah. please. There is. There is. Two things, quickly, because we're almost
1: out of time. I know. Number one. I know. I want you to get a book called Energy Vampires by Fuck. Dr. Christian Northrup. N-O-R-T-H-R-U-P, Yeah. Dodging, Dodging yeah. Energy Vampires. It's all about yeah. being an empath. I want you to read that book, number one. Number two, when you feel really badly, when any of us feel badly, that's our spirit putting up warning flags, saying, okay, you got to look at this from a different perspective. Because the fact that we feel badly tells us we're not, we're not, matching what our spirit's path is. So look at it from a different perspective. Yeah. Get that book, read it, Monica, and then call back in and let's talk again about that. Or schedule a private session and we'll sure. do that. You're on the right track. Just remember when you feel badly, you gotta look at it from yeah. a different perspective. When you look at it from a different perspective, once it feels better then you know you're you know you're on the right track. Okay. Perfect. Okay yes. girl. All right. Well, thank you for calling. Okay. Take care. Bye-bye. All right, everybody. We are just about out of time. Thank you to everybody who called in this evening. Thank you for your questions. Not only do they help you, hopefully, with information, but they help everybody that's listening because invariably somebody has something going on in their lives that is going to mimic what you have going on, like, Monica, what you were just talking about. I promise you there are bazillions of people that are going to hear this that have gone through the same thing. So this will help them as well. So schedule a private consult. Sign up for the training. Submit a question online. Call in next week. All the information is at AskJulieRyan.com. Have a great week, everybody, and enjoy your weekend, and I'll talk to you next week. Take care.